Welcome to Everything Joy to Life, where we offer those affected by breast cancer a place to share their stories, provide insightful information from members of the medical community, and share a variety of engaging lifestyle content to help you live your best life. And through it all, we promote the life-saving mission of the Joy to Life Foundation to provide free mammograms and other breast cancer screenings to the medically underserved in Alabama, build and support breast cancer awareness among all Alabamians, and promote overall health, well-being, and education throughout the state. I am your host, Tommy Fields. Of course, our producer, Nancy Fields, is here with us today as well. And as always, right down the table from me, she brings the joy to joy in life. It's Joy Blondheim. Oh, Tommy. Hi, Joy. Hey, Tommy. I'm so excited about our podcast today. We have got a really interesting story. Yes, I mean, we do. We, we, we've had a love story on the show before, and this is another one, but this one has a little bit more of a different twist. Yes, it does. This is about a very interesting sort of bittersweet journey that this couple has been on. And when I tell you they are as courageous as I have ever known, they are. And you're going to hear in just a just a minute. Wow. Yeah. Well, that, knowing everyone that you have talked to and come in contact with, that that's a strong endorsement right there. All right. We're, to- we're going to go right up the interstate here in Alabama just a little bit, and we're talking with Beth and Scott Boyer. Hi, guys. Hi, Tommy. Hi, Tommy. Hi, Joy. Nancy. Hi, Beth and Hello. Scott. <laughs> so I'm, I imagine you heard uh, Joy's introduction of you guys. Yes. Yeah. So, so, you, so just, just so you know, you have a lot to live up to now, so no pressure. <laughs> right, absolutely. Well, Beth knows this. I know she knows this because her mother tells her this all the time, that Beth is her mother's hero. Wow. But Beth also knows that there are many of us, many of us, that consider her our hero. So uh, anyway, they're, they're just great. And uh, well, <laughs> thank you guys, and I I know that you guys are, have been such a you know my parents' husband and uh, my parents' friends have been such a huge part of my life always. But I particularly felt supported uh, by you all um, during during the time of the of once I was diagnosed with breast cancer and. Well, we were there for you, Beth, I can tell you. You have no idea how many people just in Montgomery alone, you probably just don't know about this. There were so many people out there that were praying for y'all, that were in your corner, and I'm not sure you'll ever know how many, but there were many, many people. So, so Beth and Scott, I would love for you to start by... um, Going back to your wedding, it was so beautiful and so intimate, so sweet and so special that I thought that might really be a place to start. Maybe a little bit about how y'all met and and a little about that beautiful wedding when y'all took that beautiful stroll down the beach. So Scott and I, we met in September of 2013 and... Knew it didn't take us, you know, long to to find out that, uh, you know, we had each been waiting for a long time to to find the right person, and then pretty soon into our journey, we we knew that we had had found that person. That's because um, your mother says y'all are two peas in a pod. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a, a lot in common. Yeah, and it was a very exciting beginning because I I think for both of us 
you know, meeting and, you know, and I remember that first meeting at a coffee shop and, you know, for me, you know, I even brought my dog and it's part, it was part of the test to make sure she loved dogs and she did. And, <laughs> and, uh, and it was, I remember leaving and thinking, you know, this is really special. And so, um, I really look forward to seeing her again and, and it was really a, a bright spot. And so I, I, I think for both of us, we, we, everything fell together and came together quite nicely. And, uh, it's just really a, you know, beautiful thing. We both love spending time outdoors. And so we knew, uh, that when we got married, we'd like to spend time outdoors and we'd been on many trips together and stuff to the mountains, but, uh, we knew we were going to get married in November and we didn't know how many people would join us outside a, uh, a mountain wedding in November. Uh, so we felt like the beach would be a great place to be able to be outside and get married. Um, and, and, it, and it was, it, it was, was the perfect day, wasn't it? It was, it, it was, was a, a it beautiful was day. Uh huh. Yeah, no, it was perfect at the sunset and, and, and just having everyone there and, it just, uh, you know, it was just really great. It was uh, a great, great memory, and it was a great day. Absolutely, and I'm, I'm glad that, you know, so that was November of 2014. <laughs> um, and, you know, I, I guess in, in thinking about this and connecting it to um, having the breast cancer, getting diagnosed with breast cancer, uh, I'm particularly thankful that I had met Scott you know, before then, because having him to, you know, to go through uh, that journey with just made, made it so much easier um, to just be supported and know that I had someone there to, to take that journey with. Right. Um, yeah. Well, now, Scott, let me ask you a question real quick. I mean, because now how how long was it after your marriage that your diagnosis came through, Beth? So. May of 2015 was when it, I was diagnosed. It wasn't long. Okay. So, yeah, no, it was, yeah, no, it wasn't long at all. So now I, I do have to ask the question, Scott. I mean, were you, what were you thinking when, when this came up? You're like, okay, hey, we're newlyweds. We're supposed to be, you know, this is, this is supposed to be the fun time, the free time. And now, now this has happened. What was going through your mind when you, when you heard that diagnosis? Well, well, I, I couldn't believe it because, you know, we had, you know, there was a journey up to the actual diagnosis of tests and all the things that go along with that. And we really didn't expect it. And, uh, you know, I, uh, when I, uh, came home and, 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 and found Beth and, and she had just learned, it was just, it was a mess. It was, you know, it was a shock because, um, you know, we, we obviously didn't anticipate it, but, you know, you know, my only thought was we're going to beat it. I, I, you know, we, we had made a commitment and, you know, we're, we're together for the long haul. And so, um, and that, you know, my only thought was what's, what do we got to do next? And, and so that's, we began on that journey. So now there was no looking back for sure. I was only looking forward and figuring out how, how we were going to get her through this process and, and we were all going to get on the other side. So, that's all that really mattered. There you go. The whole sickness and health thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, he handles sickness a lot better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's usually par for the course with, with us guys, right? You know, that's Beth, right. Beth, how did you, um, was it on a mammogram? 
Um, no, I, I actually had felt a lump. Um, and so it was sometime in February of 2015, I, I felt a lump and I had an appointment with my primary, um, just a week or two later in March. Um, and then when she felt it, she referred me for a, a mammogram and an ultrasound. And then even at that point, it, it was inconclusive, really, um, the results that they saw. And so they decided to to biopsy it. And even with the biopsy, they said, you know, they weren't sure, but they said, you know, you're just going to want this thing out anyway. Uh, and so I did have surgery uh, for a, a lumpectomy. And it was at that point, um, once they biopsied it after having removed it, that they determined that it was breast cancer. And up to that point, I mean, really, they didn't think any much of it. Right. You know, I think they said like a less than 5% less, chance or something that it would actually be cancerous. That's right. I mean, with, with her history and her family history, they're just, they really just didn't think it was going to be, you know, cancer. Well, now we've, we've, we've gotten you guys married. We've gotten you to your <laughs> diagnosis and now we're, we're going to get to the interesting, I mean, not that your story hasn't been interesting <laughs> so far, believe me, but th this is, this, this was the twist when joy and I, and Nancy were talking about this earlier, this was kind of the interesting twist because you guys wanted kids, right? Right. And, and so with this diagnosis that could totally derail that. I mean, how did you guys deal with that? So that was very, very early on, like after we had the diagnosis and we, we met with the team, um, of the oncologist and radiation oncologist and surgeon, uh, that was something that we mentioned to them that, you know, it was very important to us that we would really like to be able to have a family. Um, and so we just weren't sure what to do at that point. Um, and they immediately in that very first team meeting said, well, you know, you guys right now need to go see the reproductive endocrinologist and infertility doctor. Um, so, so that very day we rushed over, um, and this is in the afternoon, that appointment was in the yeah, afternoon like, with the team. And they, I think we were seeing that this doctor maybe at four or 30, it was late in the afternoon. They, they got us an appointment that day. Right. They, they just, ran over, honestly. Wow. Wow. So <laughs> you weren't sure what you really wanted to do. You just did what they told you and just sort of in a fog ran over there, huh? Right. We just knew that we wanted to, to be able to have a family. And so we didn't know what that was going to entail. Um, but so we, we went and, and met, you know, right away with the doctor and based on the, the types of treatments that I was going to need to go through, um, figure out, you know, what, what Scott and I could do to, um, so that we would be able to have our own family. You know, it was an important meeting and, 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 you know, we needed to, you know, have a plan of action, um, you know, and so that was very important and very helpful, you know, to, to get prepared to go down that road. And so how long was it from the time that they started suggesting this to you that, that you made the decision? I had, let's see, I actually wound up having three surgeries um, to remove the lump and get clear margins. Um, 
and and also to have you know uh, lymph nodes uh, removed and tested at that time. So May and June were I, I had three surgeries during that time, and I guess around the time of that third surgery, so let's say mid June uh, was when we started making sure that we would be able to you know find out what we needed to do to be able to have our own you know children of our own. Yeah. Yeah, we took the um, we took the necessary steps to ensure that that was you know a possibility. Yeah. Is that a difficult procedure? Well, or is it a di- I guess I'm asking physically, emotionally, is that a difficult um road to go down? I just don't know. There there really weren't a lot of alternatives and so you know the doctors told us our options and we moved forward and yeah, I, I don't think Right, I think Right, we, we, were we knew what, we had an option. Right, we we knew what we wanted to do, and so there was yeah a lot of you know testing involved and um and and treatments from you know then until we actually were able to have our children. I think because because of what we now have, uh, <laughs> even though you know maybe we did face a, some challenges and obstacles along the way, but. You know, I think all is well that ends well. And for us, we do have a happy ending or beginning. Boy, do (laughs) you. You've got two of the most beautiful little girls in this world. Thank you. Yes, thank you. (laughs) And, and And that was the goal. And so, you know, we didn't ever lose sight of that. And so I think whatever steps needed to be taken, you know, I think we were on the same page and we kept moving forward. Right. And we did realize that, you know, we had wanted to go ahead and start having a family and then, you know, we received the the diagnosis. And so we, we did understand that that was going to put things on hold for a while. Uh, but we, we went through that, that journey together. And then as, as soon as we were able to, uh, after the different treatments that I needed to have, uh, then we were able to start the next part of uh, starting our family. Or growing our family. Well, yeah, I mean, because you started with the dog, right? <laughs> right, we we did, and some we cats. did, and we actually, and I think they yeah. have a bunch of cats. Do you still have a bunch of cats? We do. We do still have <laughs> yeah. a few cats, and as of last week, we have a puppy. Hey. So. Oh, that's right. Perfect. Perfect. So she's a girl too. Yep. There you go. That's right. Wow, Scott, you're all girls. Sounds like you're outnumbered there, buddy. <laughs> I sure am. And you're loving every minute of it, right? I am every minute. <laughs> well, now let me let me rewind just a little bit. I mean, obviously, you you've gotten your diagnosis. You know that you want to start a family. How did those two intersect? I mean, obviously, you're you're looking at different time frames, and you know, it's kind of like okay, the kids aspect. We're going to have to put a pin in that for a minute. Kind of, if you can, kind of walk us through how you got basically from point A to point B. I mean, obviously we know that, you know, the end result uh, is that, you know, you two have your, your, your wonderful daughters now, but I, I guess my question is, you know, how did you get from diagnosis to family? It was a long process. It was, it was a lot of, a lot of, you know, you know, Beth had to go through a lot of surgeries and, and uh, there was, there was a lot of setbacks, um, um, because of, of the cancer diagnosis and, and, and all the, all the surgery she had to go through, um, there and, 
there were other surgeries just to get her, you know, get ready to have a family. And, and then of course, going through all the treatments, you know, it was a long process, uh, the, all the chemo and the radiation and, uh, additional infusion treatments. And so the, the actual, um, lump or tumor was cleared or removed in, in June of 2015. Uh, around the first week or so of July is when I uh, started chemotherapy. And that uh, went through October of that year and then had radiation treatments uh, through the end, like from October through December of 2015. Um, and then my breast cancer was HER2 positive. So from the time that I started treatment for that, it was, it was a year long, uh, infusion. So I, I needed to wait a year from that. So if, if people are still following along, uh, that takes me to July of 2016 undergoing treatments. When that ended, I needed to be on tamoxifen because I was also, my breast cancer was estrogen positive. And so my oncologist wanted me to be on tamoxifen. I believe it was for at least six months before, you know, proceeding with, with trying to get pregnant and have, have our children or at least a child at that point. So Beth, for those that are listening that may not know, you, you halted the tamoxifen after six months, correct? Correct. Because uh-huh. uh, I, I knew it was important to be on the tamoxifen and, you know, we consulted with the oncologist who that was just as a, a side note, the team of, of doctors, you know, that, that we had were just phenomenal. We felt so supported and just just their knowledge and the, and the confidence that they gave to us on the journey helped us to feel like we could make the, the right decisions, uh, you know, both, both for my health and then also being able to have the family that we did, you know, so, so desperately want. Well, now, obviously I know you guys have been through a lot and that's obviously a, an understatement. Give us an, a, a peek behind the curtain, if you will, as far as what kept you going, what, what kept you motivated, what kept you getting up in the morning and saying, we're, we're going to get through this. Well, I think, you know, Maybe some of that does have to do with having, like for me, just having recently found Scott and, you know, wanting to, to, to have that, that marriage and, and family and to be able to just enjoy. We were still in our newlywed time and just being able to, to still enjoy that and, and to be able to have the family that, you know, I and he, you know, have both wanted for so long it was just something we 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 just knew what we needed to do like our our plan our course was set out for us and i think that was a big help kind of once we knew the plan it made it easier to take steps along the way we knew that okay we've had the surgery now we'll have you know the chemo and then the radiation that you know and then we'll be able to try to have our family and oops bump we need to have another you know surgery so that we can make that happen and okay well that's okay you know we th- this is what we want and and it's going to happen this is just one other thing we need to take care of 
Okay. And then, okay. I, I love how you yes. refer to a surgery as an oops bump. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I mean, a, a lot of people that would just be like, like super, super traumatic. And she's like, oh, yeah, well, we're going along an oops bump, had to have a surgery, you know, but then we're back on track. No big deal. I told you they were strong. I know. <laughs> I know. Amazing. <laughs> um, did, well, they were becoming a little routine, so. Did you, did you, um, did you both know that if you could, once you decided that, um, after chemo and all, you would, uh, very definitely try to have a family, did you always know that you wanted to try to have two children or, or not? I think we both wanted children and we, I think we talked about it early in our relationship and, and we were excited, uh, that we were both on the same page there and, you know, if, if it worked, great. If it didn't, we were happy to have each other. Um, but, yeah, no, we, I, I think we both always wanted to have kids and have a family. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so certainly, you knew you wanted to have more than just one. After Sydney was born, it was like, okay, we, we're going to do this again if we can. Right. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I want to tell uh, – you know, Beth, you know how close I am to your parents, and you know yes. what good friends we are. And so I asked them um, to just tell me some funny things, some serious things, some some quotes uh, about the way they feel about y'all. And a lot of it was funny about two peas in a pod. And <laughs> but I want to tell you um, what your dad said uh, about you first of all of course you were their hero but shero maybe i should say but <laughs> your dad said specifically that what he feels like you did for them by being so courageous and going through what you went through and continue to have a family for for him you were able to give him the biggest joy two joys. Oh, I'm going to start crying. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) The biggest two joys of his life, and that is those two babies that he and your mom have the great pleasure of seeing most every weekend. And he said, that is what you have done for him because he, you know, we're all late in life, and he said all of this came to to them in such a rush and in such a wonderful way that he will always say that is the blessing and everything that you've been through. And I just thought, will you hear me? I, I could, when he told me, I was just into the ugly cry. But, <laughs> but um, I just feel like that's something important. He's probably told you that, but. If he hadn't, I'm telling you. <laughs> right. No, I appreciate it. And I think that is such a wonderful thing to, to really get to see the the joy that that they do have and see from, from being with the girls and, and on the other side just to see how much the girls love them and to you know, see Sydney who, who understands she's two now and when we tell her that Mimi and Pops are coming, you know, she gets so excited, does her little happy dance every (laughs) time. And just to watch her run up to them when they get here or, yeah, just is really, really a beautiful thing and just adds 
to the beauty of the journey. And she, she, Beth was really courageous really throughout the whole thing. It's really, you know, really amazing. And I think, you know, when I think back on it, really the only time, and I, you know, this caught me off guard. I didn't really understand it at the time, but the only time she had a, a really difficult time is, is, and it may sound strange to a lot of folks, but just when, when she had to, you know, when they told her she was going to lose her hair, you know, but even with that, she took control of it, you know, and she said, you know what, we're going to, we're going to buzz it, you know, mm-hmm. after I think her first treatment. And mm-hmm. they said, you'll probably start losing it, you know, before right around your second treatment. She said, no, I'm, we, we're going to buzz it. And uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let that hold me back. And so um, we did. I buzzed it and donated it, and, and and I just thought, you know, she was just so courageous, even even even, you know, knowing she was going to lose her hair, and uh, it's it's I guess for me it wasn't something I really thought about or understood, but you know, it was it was really something. That's another oops bump, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> it was. And there there and there again and and that's that's the the, the great thing about y- y'all's story is that it's like yeah, you have the oops bumps that that happen but then you're you're back on track. I mean, and it's it's a lot of things that could really derail a lot of people or just be, you know, seen as insurmountable. I mean, you know, it, it, I guess maybe having a couple of years for perspective to set in, it's kind of like, yeah, we're going to put that in its place. That's what it is. It's an oops bump that, and, you know, we got over that and we moved on in, in the grand scheme of things because that, you know, that wasn't the, the end all. That wasn't the, the end of the line, you know, me having to lose my hair or having to get another surgery. It was just one of those things. It was just like the next step in the process. That's right. All right. So, so how long did this process, I know we've been trying to keep up with the timeline here, from the time you got married, went through your breast cancer journey, had your children, how long is, has that been? So, well, so right now I'm at the, the five-year mark. I'm a five-year survivor. Yay! That's a big, I'm afraid that's, that's a big, that's a good one. <laughs> Um, and we have our, our daughter, Sydney is two mm-hmm. and our, our, our daughter, Abby is eight months old. And so that can kind of, we can, you know, work on our subtraction and, and take us back. So, you know, I, I guess it was maybe, maybe three years, uh, of an oops bump or oops bumps that took us to where we were actually able to have Sydney. Wow. Mm. What a great story. It is a great story. Great story. Mm-hmm. And um, Beth, Tommy's right. You know, I talk to a lot of women in the job that I do at Joy to Life um, and all kinds of women. And um, so many under some pressure do not have the attitude that you had. And so you just have no idea how strong you are, Beth, because there's so many out there that just would not be able to put one foot in front of the other and move on and have little bumps in the road. So, well, I mean, to that, I would just have to say, I just, I feel a tremendous amount of support, 
from from Scott, from my parents. Uh, when I when I think back, like now looking back at my journey, it's it's what I see. I see how you know Scott went to every appointment with me, and my parents came up, you know, for all of my treatments and. Um, you know, I think about the the volunteer who was at the treatments who would always come and check and see if, you know, I needed a blanket or a snack. Or I, I think about my parents' friends who had had also been through breast cancer who called and gave me advice on, you know, whether it was a, a rinse to help from keeping me from getting mouth sores or a friend who, you know, gave me a a, a cake when I finished the chemo, the a cookie cake that said no mo chemo. <laughs> um, you know, just f- friends of friends. I think for me it was particularly helpful to to talk to people who had been through it before, and whether it was the exact same, well, it wasn't the exact same journey, but whatever their journey was, it was helpful to talk to them to know what they had been through, um, just to sort of help be prepared. And and that's something that I feel, and I'll say, if if my story or anything that I went through could help someone else, I'm particularly, you know, a, a younger person getting a diagnosis. I'm glad to to help in any way I can to talk through maybe things, what to expect, or. Well, well I think there're going to be a lot of people listening to this podcast that you are going to help. Mm-hmm. Big encouragement. Yes, yes. Well, and that's one of the things, you know, we, we've talked to several folks on, on these shows, and that's one of the things that has always encouraged me is how people's community gets larger whenever there seems to be a breast cancer diagnosis. You know, we've had folks tell us stories about how neighbors will come by and, and, and do just random acts of kindness or, you know, people that they meet in different places once they find out the, the reaction that they have and the encouragement that they give. And it, it, and a lot of times we're hearing that it's people that they may not even necessarily know or not even know well, but it, it, it always encourages me that a lot of times when things like this happen when the oops bumps come you know you have people that will step in and 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 do things that you're not expecting and that's one of the added parts of the silver lining to the dark cloud of that diagnosis yes um absolutely i think feeling being part of a community um and and feeling that support and i think you know seeing things like you know joy to life and, and what they're doing to, to help people um, be able to, to, to get screened, to, to, to make sure that they can catch it early if they were to get diagnosed and just the support of, you know, so many people. That's one reason I think that, you know, my prognosis was so good was because so much research had been done and finding medication and, and treatments that uh, could just significantly, you know, impact your prognosis and, and know that, yeah, that I, I was going to be okay, that we, we were going to get through this or, yeah, there were going to be things to go through, but we knew that, um, that it get taken care of, that I, it would be a thing of the past. Um, I mean, yeah. something that's always a part of me, but. Yeah. Cause they've come a long way in the treatment of breast cancer, as I know, you know, and. 
uh, it's a wonderful thing. I'm hoping that one day there's going to be a, a cure. Maybe not in my yes. lifetime, Beth, Beth, but perhaps in yours, and that, that would be a wonderful thing, you know? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, we've been very fortunate, and uh, we're very grateful for the treatments and the medications. And, you know, one other um, story I was thinking about is that um, at that at the time of the diagnosis, my mother um, was uh, you know living nearby, and uh, and it was you know part of our life, and you know we we asked her to come over, and we you know told her we wanted to talk to her about something. Now, this is after Beth had been diagnosed, and we want you know we were going to tell her, but so she came over and she had this big grin on her face and. You know, she was very happy and 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 of course then we we had to share this sad news and 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 my mother just you know remember she was just in such shock because she thought we were going to tell her we were pregnant oh my goodness and and here we are telling her that you know my wife of a few months <laughs> has breast cancer and uh you know, we were all, of course, lost it for a little bit there. But, um, you know, my mother, of course, was a very strong woman, and and she, you know, quickly turned, you know, turned things around and knew we'd be okay, knew Beth would be okay, and uh, we we're grateful that she she was here long enough to meet Sydney, and and to know, you know, we were pregnant with Abby um, before she before she passed. But yeah, it's. But what a she great thing supportive. that she knew, Scott, that she was able to know Sydney and knew about the about little Abby coming along. Yeah, no, they had a great, yeah. great relationship. Uh, it was a beautiful thing to see, and yeah. Well, this has been wonderful, y'all. I mean, oh, definitely. It's it's really been a wonderful wonderful experience for all of us sitting here i can tell you we're looking mm -hmm. at each other with tears in our eyes mm -hmm. believe me <laughs> well and all the women out there who are kind of in the same maybe in the same situation and want kids i'm sorry i'm getting a little foot <laughs> um, <laughs> this story has a know, way of doing that to you boy, doesn't it? I, know. Yeah. I mean to know that it's possible you have shown that it is possible, and now they are encouraged that no matter what they're going through, there's still the possibility, a great possibility, that they can have the family they want. That yeah. is exactly right. Hope and still exists. Yes. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that with I all know. of us. I know it. Yes. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. uh, well, thank you. We appreciate the opportunity to, to share our story. And, yeah, I, I think that's the thing. You Now we're get to experience all, all the joys of it and it, it it does help put things in perspective um and for sure makes it it all well worth it well scott and beth thank you both so much for for being on the show today we really appreciate your story and, and all, all of our best to you guys right. and thank, thank you, you very so much. thank you sending thank love you. beth and scott uh, <laughs> thank, thank you. you thank y'all so much 
All right, you guys. Thanks for listening to Everything Toyota Life, a podcast of the Toyota Life Foundation and a production of Big Dreams Creative. For more episodes and to find out more about the life-saving mission of the Joy to Life Foundation, visit joytolife.org. That's J-O-Y-T-O-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. Or you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm your host, Tommy Fields. My co-host, as always, is Joy Blondheim. And our producer is Nancy Fields. And as always, we wish you all health, happiness, and joy to life.